Politics. Good afternoon, Common Room. I hope you had a fantastic Dragon Ball Day yesterday and enjoyed your day off. This is Ben Cullen with your sports fix for the week. Portugal captain Cristiano Ronaldo scored a last-minute winner on his historic night as he became the first men's player to win 200 international caps. The 38-year-old took a header from close range for the game to end 1-0 over Iceland. The goal was initially ruled out for offside but was awarded by the video assistant referee. That was Ronaldo's 123rd international goal, extending his world record. For me, it's an unbelievable achievement. It's amazing, he said after the match. And of course, to score the winning goal, it's even more special. Rory McIlroy's nine-year wait for a fifth major win goes on after he was beaten by one shot by American Wyndham Clark at the US Open in LA. Clark carded a level past 70 to claim his first major on 10 under and the 3.6 million US dollar winner's check. US Open's a tough. I felt at ease and kept saying to myself, I can do this, I can do this, he said. McElroy looked shattered after another close call in a major but said, I'm right there, it's such fine margins. Underdog Clark's triumph, a fine storyline in Hollywood, means it's now 3,234 days since McElroy's last major triumph at the US PGA Championship in 2014. Red Bull's Max Verstappen equaled Artin Senna's career total of 41 victories with a dominant win at the Canadian Grand Prix. The Dutchman's sixth triumph in eight races this season gave him a 69-point lead in the championship and was the 100th victory for his Red Bull team. Aston Martin's Fernando Alonso passed Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes on track to win a battle for second place. Ferrari's Charles Leclerc recovered from qualifying 11th to take fourth. Verstappen's winning margin of 9.5 seconds was the smallest a Red Bull has had over another team so far this season, giving encouragement to the chasing pack. I am so, so happy to have Stella Lee on the show this week. She joins us via Zoom. I am super, super excited to welcome Stella Lee to the show. She is the founder of Fitness Apparel Brand, the LFG squad, a personal trainer and I don't want to say competitive. I'm going to say a very competitive powerlifter. <laughs> and Stella's just been to the World Championships. And I'm super grateful for this conversation, given its timing. Um, Stella, how are you? We'll start there. Uh, I'm great, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on your show. Look, very, look very forward to chat. good. Me too. Looking forward to it. Um, before we get into the World Championships and your prep and the actual competition, we're going to do some quick fire questions. It's a nice icebreaker. And uh, we'll cast some judgment on you as well. Okay, sounds good. Deadlift or squat? Squat. Sand or snow? Sand. Favorite sports star of all time? Wow, kid to me. CrossFit. Row or run? Run. Favorite exercise that's not a powerlifting lift? I actually really like burpees. What? Yeah, I really like burpees. So, so, so no one ever except you. <laughs> and then finally, favorite fruit? Um, Mango. Mango. Yeah, that, that's that's high on the agenda. I do like a mango. All right, Stella, before we get into the World Championships, give the listeners a rundown of who you are, what you do day to day, and then we can get into the, the good stuff. Okay. Um, so where do I begin? Um, all right. So I'm a power lifter. Uh, I lift for Team Hong Kong, and I'm also mm -hmm. a strength coach. I coach out of Central. And um, yeah, I am a founder of uh, LFG, so it's an activewear brand. We do high performance activewear for both men and women. 
Fantastic. So lots going on. Yes, lots going on. <laughs> okay, let's let's skip to the end of the World Championships. You've just competed. Tell us about your lifts, and then we can work back from there. How how was the the experience for you? Um, it was an incredible experience because it was my first time to be at the World Championships. It was the first time that Hong Kong had someone at the World Championships, so we didn't really have a team with us. It was pretty much just me and my fiance, <laughs> who was my handler um, at the meet. So we're kind of like a small little team compared to like the other countries where there are like tens of people in the team and different weight classes. So. Um, in that regard, we're a little bit like a small fish in a big pond. Um, but it was really exciting because um, the vibes there were incredible. Um, everyone was just there. They knew what to do, the did thing. And it was just like loads of world champions in the same room. Um, so it was a little bit intimidating, I guess, in the back room. Sure. We were warming up um, and just being um, at a competition of this scale. Um, yeah, I guess I got really nervous as well. well <laughs> just waiting to get on. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was just a really good experience to have. And, um, I guess for the first time I didn't do as good or I didn't lift as much as I wanted it to be, but, uh, we hadn't factor in, you know, things like, uh, time difference and also the later weigh in, the later competition time. So, um, these factors do come into play when you're competing overseas. Got it. So. Firstly, I want to go back to your fiance for a second. So he Sorry, was, yeah. <laughs> he was he was kit man, he was nutritionist. He was everything. He was, yeah. Oh well, fair play to him as well. Poppy, Team manager. Patrick. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Okay, so uh you say you didn't lift as well as, as as you expected, or I thought I saw you got a personal best. Um, so it's the competition personal best. Uh so gym personal best and competition personal that's very different a uh, different setting and also like um, when you're in a gym you know like it's it's where you're most comfortable you know uh, how everything runs but at a competition you know you could be at different um, venues using different equipment Understood. Um, so yeah lots of different factors so it's always a little bit different and especially because um, you have referees giving you like commands and um, they might give you a longer pause for your bench things like that yeah okay well, talk to us about the lead up to the event how long you know you're constantly training anyway but do, do you go into a i imagine you go into a competition phase and, and you know like fighters have like a fight camp like the powerlifters have like a powerlifting camp almost uh, so i was prepping this by myself like i said there was no team going together so uh, it wasn't really like a camp but uh the prep i think this time around i started about two months out yeah because we didn't actually confirm that we're going to be at this competition so a little bit later but um two months out i started prepping for it so training hard four times a week um training sessions are actually really long so uh yeah. it won't be shorter than two hours so two three hours um at and least how do you think your prep went um it was relatively all right, actually. Yeah, because I went to a uh, powerlifting-specific gym to prep for it. So using the equipment that was going to be as similar as um, at the competition itself. And during that prep, I was also on a cut. So uh, I had to be very careful on nutrition and um, how to kind of uh, plan out my pre-lifting uh, nutrition, intra-workout nutrition, post-workout nutrition. 
Uh, just making sure that everything is on point. Really. Okay. Uh, do you have a coach? Uh, yes, I have a coach. It was an online coach. So he's in, based in Canada right now. Yeah. Understood. I was going to say, don't tell me that's your fiance as well. No, 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 no. <laughs> that wouldn't work out very well, actually, for, for our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how, how does your coach feel you did? Is he is he or she? How, how are they he, feeling about it? Yeah, he's, he's really happy about it. He was really excited um, that I was sure. going to be at the, I think, because he's also originally from Hong Kong. He's just based in Canada at the moment. So I was really excited that, um, you know, I was going to be like the first person to be at um, the World Championships. And yeah, he, he thought I did really well, actually. I mean, for me, I'm quite of a perfectionist. So I'm like, always like, okay, we could be better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think like all things, like putting all things in perspective, I think, yeah, I actually did. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I want to I wanna ask what's next. Are you wanting to compete in this competition again? How does that season look for you now? Um, so the world championships is kind of like the, not really the end of the season, but like the biggest competition of the year. So we have, um, there's the European, um, championships, there's the Asian championships. So we do all in our different regions and then we come together for the world championships. So the next one would be the Asian championships again, which I did last year in Dubai. So this year is going to be in Malaysia and KL in December. And I think that kind of like, if you, so basically in Hong Kong, you need to be the top lifter in your weight category and obviously qualify for the world championships. I think a lot of people have been asking me this question because I know there are other powerlifters who want um, to be, you know, competing at that level as well. So I think this information is quite useful for them. But um, yeah, so basically just to qualify, you need to be uh, competing in the Hong Kong Weightlifting and Powerlifting Association and you need to be the top lifter in the weight class. So uh, my qualifying results were actually from the Asian Championships in Dubai last December. So this December would be kind of like the new one. Thank you, Stella. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. And if anyone is interested in getting involved in powerlifting in Hong Kong, please reach out to Stella. You can find her on Instagram if you search Stella Audrey, and she would love to help point you in the right direction. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. It is a special occasion for both countries. They take enormous pride in it. My hottest ticket in the world this week is the women's ashes between England and Australia. Have a great weekend all. And if you fancy some more Dragon Ball action this weekend, head down to the Chim Cha Choi East Waterfront both tomorrow and Sunday for the Hong Kong International Dragon Ball races. They start 8 a.m. tomorrow and go through to 6 p.m. And on Sunday, they'll be racing from midday onwards. Head down there. It is going to be epic. 